On a scale of 1 to 10, how big of a fan of Patrick Wah are you? I'm an 11 out of 10. And the literal translation of Roa is king. Uh, part of the reason I love him so much is that we are very similar. And my guess is the book on Patrick Wah would be very similar to what the book is on me. He's uncontrollable. My dad would be proud of that fact. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome. We're all about it today. And just so you know, if you're keeping track, it's episode number 1169 of the RP Show. We're coming at you live on WQEE Radio in Atlanta on the television, Game Plus, and, of course, various streaming things. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Stephen Ellis joining us from, uh, it's Daily Face-Off now, right, Clark? Daily Face-Off? Bingo! Yeah, formerly the Hockey News. I get them all mixed up. But he's a good guy, and he knows his stuff. Stephen Ellis in hour one to talk about NHL All-Star festivities coming up later this week. And in hour two, Skyler Ackerman. History-making skip representing Saskatchewan in the Scotties Tournament of Hearts which will be held in Calgary promptly. She's going to be joining us in hour two as part of our Curling Canada partnership. Um, let's bring in the Moose. And Moose, I'm excited to get down to business, if that's okay with you. Um, Director Jordan is not here. Uh, we got Bryce, right? Bryce, can you hit the quick six? Show horn? Awesome. In, into the sports talk. Let's go. We start every day with the big story. In my mind, I think about what would what are they talking about on Coffee Row? And just so you know, there's Coffee Row everywhere. Maybe all around the world, I don't know. But on this continent, there's Coffee Row everywhere. They're not always talking about the same thing. But there is Coffee Row everywhere. And I have a feeling that the majority, Darren, would be talking about this. Tickets on at least one secondary market site are the most expensive in Super Bowl history. The prices underscore the anticipation of the game's Las Vegas debut on February 11th between the defending champion Kansas City Chiefs and the most popular team in the West, the San Francisco 49ers. The average purchase price on TickPick was almost $10,000 U.S. on Monday. $10,000. I know we've had these talks about how much would you pay to watch your team play. When it really started to get outrageous, in my mind, was when the Super Bowl was in Arizona and it was the, it was the Patriots and Seahawks and it was like 3500 for a ticket. And we're like, <gasps> who would pay that? That is, that is nothing, man. That is, we're crying. If that's your tickets for 3500 you get nosebleed. Now it's $10,000. The average ticket price for the Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas, man. It's who pays this money? That's what I would like to know. I don't know. And you ask about would you pay it? You know, it's funny. I was thinking about this because would I pay it as a Titans fan? Maybe. I mean, if I could, I mean, a little more money. I, I need to be making more money. I, I, um, I would take out a loan maybe to go if I was a Leaf fan and the Leafs were in it. But then... If you're going to a Leafs game in the Stanley Cup final, it better be game seven. You better know they're going to win the cup. But if I'm a team, if I'm a fan of a team that's been to the championship more than once in my lifetime, I'm probably not paying it. You know, it needs to be a once in a lifetime thing. So for Leaf fans, okay, Titans fans, it's been a while. You know, if the Jays got into the World Series, things that are once in a lifetime, maybe I would pay then, but that's it. 
Yeah, well, that, you know, it touches off uh, a long, fun, several roads we could go down with this, but Super Bowl 58, um, Chiefs and 49ers. That's part of it. I should tell everybody that we do have breaking news today. The Blue Jays have signed Justin Turner. I, I felt like that kind of came out of nowhere today. We're going to talk about that. Vladdy's going to arbitration. We'll know today, I guess. Clark, let us know if it happens while we're on the show what the arbitrator decides, what Vladdy's going to get from the Blue Jays next year. we got NHL leftovers coming up. We have a lot of CFL news that we're going to go to. But we're just right now talking about the Super Bowl, and, I, and everybody is. It's the big story, and it will be for two weeks. Will I be canceled if I say, I think Taylor Swift looks better without all the makeup? I don't feel like that is an insensitive thing. Uh, I was... The other day in my Jeep, which Carlos in Indianapolis is wondering what's going on with my Jeep. Hey, you and me both, brother. For the last couple of days, it's been sputtering and stumbling a little bit. And finally, yesterday, it's like, uh uh, I'm not starting. So I reached back in the back and I noticed I had a cup from a Merritt Bank Arena from the Taylor Swift tour. Obviously, they had some left over and they were selling them at a Panthers game because I was not at the Taylor Swift show anywhere. But I got looking at the thing, and it had all her various faces on there. And there are many. You know what I mean? Various photographs yep. of her on that mug. And I'm like, she just looks a lot more wholesome without all the makeup. That's just me. Can you say that anymore? I don't know. I don't feel like that's something that I should get canceled for. No, it's a lot I think you're good. With less Mesa. Make him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're good. So... Yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a Swifty per se. You saw the photo that I put on our Facebook page last night, and I knew it would create a lot of conversation. That's what we're all about here is conversation. And there are people saying, well, Raj, she's not even going to be at Super Bowl. Because I said, I'm Super Bowl ready. I have my Taylor Swift cup. And then the others, you saw the, did you read the responses? Did you take your life into your own hands and go into the comments <laughs> from people? There was the replies. And they're like, no, 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 I know. She, she, she's going to be in Tokyo the night before, but she's flying back for the game. And I'm like, oh, my God, clearly I am doing this wrong. But beyond all of that, this is our poll question today. Uh, it is, is this a good matchup? And I, you can throw it up there, guys. Our poll question is brought to you by Key Auto Group. At Key Auto Group, they're driven by safety. Experience peace of mind with our comprehensive multi-point inspections. Visit keyautogroup.ca for automotive excellence. And the reason I ask if it's a good matchup, because I'm a sportsman, so I think every matchup's a good one. But I was on the radio here on WQEE. It's actually going to air today with Richard Holdridge, the sports beat. And trust me, not to say he's not a sportsman. He's probably more of one than I am. But I was on his show recording it yesterday, and he's like, ah, this isn't a matchup America would want. And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, well, America would like... Probably the Cowboys and the Steelers. Those are America's teams, favorite teams. And I'm like, I'm a Cowboys fan, and I don't even think that's going to happen. I, Cowboys and Steelers, I'd like to see somebody new. They got all the Super Bowls. Now, so do the Chiefs and the 49ers. I get it. But I guess we, we put this out. Is this a good matchup? Because I think that it is. 79% of respondents on Twitter saying, yes, it's a good matchup. I voted yes. How about you? I vote yes. I think they're all good matchups, you know, especially when you think about the, you know, the Chiefs trying to be a dynasty. At what point do we call them a dynasty? I think they're in that conversation. Um, and, and San Francisco, with the way they played, and Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. Um, how many analysts are saying, oh, he's just there because of the system, because of Kyle Shanahan? 
So there's a, I mean, you can always find storylines. This is professional sports. So, uh, yeah, I think it's fine. It's a good matchup, and, and uh, we'll all be watching. I appreciate everybody chiming in with their comments. I'll get to them a little earlier today than I normally do. Regarding Goldie, that's the name of my Jeep. Jen at the Four Seasons says it sounds like a fuel pump. As my friend Cooper, football guy from Mississippi, would say, well, it does, but here's the thing. I put a new fuel pump in this summer. You wouldn't think it'd be gone by now. How long are those things supposed to last? It does sound like a fuel pump, but that's the, and that's what I said to Mike, my mechanic, this morning. It, this is doing the exact same thing it was when you put a new fuel pump in, but it's only been four months. So anyways, he's working on it. Um, Carlos in Indianapolis says both quarterbacks are getting compared to Tom Brady. Well, Brock Purdy shouldn't. But you're also going to hear a lot of gobbledygook and junk and jargon, right, over the next two weeks. I'm going to try my best to limit myself from that. My friend Dallas from Hockey Canada wrote at me yesterday. He's like, you must hear a lot of crap from people. I said, way more than I'd like. But he said, you know, that goes with the job. And it is. You know, I, I want to know what people are saying, but I don't want to know what people are saying. And as we talked about yesterday, San Francisco Open is a one-point favorite. I haven't looked today, but I got to think, by the time this is all over, by kickoff at 3.30 p.m. Pacific time, a week from Sunday, that the Chiefs will be favored. I think that's going to happen. Do you? I, yeah, that's going to be really interesting. I'm, I'm super interested to follow, because especially when it comes out so close like that, the line, um, the amount it moves will tell you what the betting public is doing and, and what the big bettors are doing. So if it moves to the Chiefs, that means more money's coming in on Kansas City. So we'll see. Um, but I'm with, I do expect it to move um, one way or the other, and that's something fun to follow. A um, shameless plug for the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge coming up right after ours at 2 p.m. Eastern right here on WQEE, the key. Your southern home of sports and talk. It's, again, for our new audience, I've been saying this forever, when I go on Rich's show or when he comes on ours, it's like that mind-blowing thing. Darren's not old enough, but it was like in the 80s when 2D from the Facts of Life would show up on different strokes. We're like, what's happening right now? Your two favorite sitcoms, you know what I mean? They don't do that anymore. And And they took... It was mind-blowing stuff back in the day. And we're doing it now. Me and Rich Holdridge are bringing it back. Um, Glenn in Medicine Hat says, I peeled off 20 pictures of the Queen for my ticket to the Grey Cup in 2009 in Calgary. $400 to sit nine rows above the Alouette's bench at the 35-yard line. A lot of dough back then. LOL. Well, for those of us that value money and have been forced to work since we were 12 years old by our parents, I would say that's still a lot of money, $400. But it was quite a day, plus nine degrees Celsius to McMahon Stadium in Calgary. Let's not go down that road. A Ryder fan had a heart attack and I think died on the LRT station across from the stadium after that game. And I'm like, hello. For the people that are watching and don't know, we, as in Saskatchewan, had the game won 
but had a penalty for too many people on the field, too many men on the field, giving them a second chance to kick the game-winning field goal. Having the big one. I'm surprised there weren't more. Ryan from Saratoga, New York writes in and he says, good Lord, we're a little too quick to pull the trigger on Thomas Patrick Edward Brady <laughs> comparisons. Uh, don't come at us, man. We're not making those comparisons. We ain't. Uh, but, yo, again, we're going to hear this. Yours, there's no bigger fans of Tom Brady than the two guys you're looking at and listening to right now. But they're saying Patrick Mahomes has had a better seven-year start to his career than Tom Edward Brady. Whatever. I don't know who these people are that are making these outlandish claims, but it's different teams, different franchises, different coaches, different surround. Everything's different. They're gonna, you're going to hear literally everything, right, over the next two weeks. Everything. But, yeah, and that was never the book on Brady. Like, the thing on Tom Brady, he was always, you know, elite, the, the greatest of all time. But the book on Brady was never the high highs. It wasn't, you know, you had Peyton Manning at the high highs. You're having Patrick Mahomes. The thing on Brady is consistency. He played at the highest level for his entire career, right? They talk about two separate Hall of Fame careers that he had, one at the beginning, one at the end. He was good the whole time. So in order to compare yourself to Brady, yeah, great. You did it for seven years. Brady did it for 25 or however long he did it. So you got to continue for a long time before you'll match uh, TB12. You're finding out the age demographic of our show, and I love it. We own, owns the 55-plus age demographic. We're number one across Canada in that age demographic. Brent Waltman, the gentleman who took me fishing the other day, deep sea fishing. He's not in the 55 plus, but he's he getting there. He uh, wrote in here and says, <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? Does that mean <laughs> anything to you, Darren? Does that phrase mean anything to you? Be honest. Oh, yeah, I've seen it for sure. 100%. What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> Different strokes. When Tootie showed up, because Willis brought Tootie home from school. We are scandalous. And I remember the day that Janet Jackson showed up. Oh, I was like, there is an angel. <laughs> I'm sitting there. That is an angel's face right there. <laughs> and if we want to get into facts of life talk, go look up Blair Warner these days. She doesn't look any different now than 1985. Um, it's on, nor, nor does Dolly Parton, but for different reasons. Um, <laughs> Wayne in BC says Tom Brady is an icon and Hall of Famer. I think Patrick Mahomes has an opportunity to be compared to Tom if he can win this Super Bowl. Funny how this all ties in together. Oh, gosh. He'll tie Troy Aikman, my Troy if he wins this Super Bowl on Sunday, and he will have earned it. Remember when I used to laugh and say, what did Troy say when those comparisons were happening four years ago? And Troy's, come talk to me when he's got three Super Bowls. Well, Troy, we might be calling you Sunday night, a week from Sunday night. You know what I mean? <laughs> but then with yeah. us blowing it in the grave in 20, 2009, 
See, you thought, you thought the fan had a heart attack on the LRT. What do you think a guy like Darian Durant, who did, who sat on the sidelines, our quarterback, and watched his team piss away a 16-point lead in the fourth quarter? All he could do was watch. Well, his teammates blew it, and they count championships. That was his opportunity to say he was the greatest Rough Rider quarterback of all time. We count championship, right? And we blew yep. it. Uh, and, and you wonder why the guy might still be a little upset. Owns, owns. We need to take a break. We have stayed on the number one topic to this point. We'll move on to some others when we come back in the warm-up. We're live on the Game Plus television network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Need a champion for your charity event? An all-star for your seminar? How about an Olympian to give a winning keynote speech? EMJ Marketing is the place to go. EMJ Marketing is one of Canada's top speaker bureaus with some of Canada's most recognizable athletes and entertainers on their roster. EMJ also represents a wide range of impactful keynote speakers and MCs. So whether you need to fill a spot on stage or someone to arrange the entire event, do it with one stop. EMJ Marketing. Take the first step to success for your next event. Visit emjmarketing.com. Hi, everybody. The Telemiracle 5050 is another way to support Telemiracle and also have the chance to win half the jackpot. It's truly a win-win for Saskatchewan residents. Get your tickets now at telemiracle5050.com and support Saskatchewan's charity, please. And we're having fun today. The text line's open, 902-518-3033. And if we can bring the moose in, what we do here is we're rotating. Today, specifically, NFL, NHL, CFL. We're going to do a little MLB. A little something for everybody. It's the Golden Corral of sports talk. If you don't know what the Golden Corral is, look it up. Um, we've got some breaking news here. Uh, a lot of things. The Toronto Blue Jays have signed veteran infielder Justin Turner to a one-year deal worth a reported $13 million U.S. The 39-year-old hit 276 with 23 homers and 96 RBI for the Red Sox last year. Some would say that's old, and it is. But they said Kevin Kermeyer was going to be uh, too old last year when they signed him for a year, and he was pretty awesome, as I recall. I like the move. Toronto star Vladdy Jr. headlines 18 players scheduled for salary arbitration hearings that start today in Scottsdale. He has asked for 19.9 mil, nearly 2 million more than what the Blue Jays have offered. There's that. Just hang on, Moose. I'm going to rattle through a few topics here. Um, point three, Claude Giroux's goal at 3.36 of overtime lifted the Ottawa Senators to a 4-3 comeback win over the visiting Nashville Predators Monday night. Drake Batherson, Tim Stutzla, and Brady Kachuk also scored for the Sens, who trailed 3-0 after the first period. I had our guy Colin in Ottawa writing me, DMing me on Twitter saying, why did I go to this game? I'm like, I don't know. I hope you stayed to the end because they won. Uh, point four. Five games in the NBA tonight, including one in Chicago, the home of Frank Gallagher. 
where the Bulls host the struggling Toronto Raptors, the 16 and 30 Raptors. I think we can officially go back to calling them the Crafters. Remember when we used to do that? They've lost five in a row. Uh, they are 12th in the Eastern Conference, uh, the uh, Toronto Raptors. Yeah. So that's, there, there are a few things there. Somebody, for some reason, my screen just went totally dark. Is everything still looking fine for you? I see you. To me. I hear you. Yeah? yeah? Everybody says we're good. Uh, of all those things, before I take my life into my own hands and jump into our comments from our viewers, do you have any thoughts on the NHL from last night, the NBA tonight, the Jays signings, Vladdy? What? Lay it on me. Yeah, I mean... <sighs> We're, we're a little frustrated, I say we, I mean the fan base in Toronto about the lack of big name signings and the lack of movement and Justin Turner feels a little underwhelming because it was, you know, a number of years ago now that he was at the top of his game. Um, did he win the World Series with, with the Dodgers, right? Yeah. So I feel like we're a little underwhelmed, but at the same time, if they believe in that lineup, you have to think that, okay, and at least be open to the idea that Maybe some of those players had a, just a down year and just had a tough year, and they're going to bounce back. And if you get more out of Vladdy, if he starts hitting the, the, you know, the, the, uh, the, the ball better and you get some of these guys hitting better and, and a little pitching was good, that wasn't a problem. So if you can get a little run support, all of a sudden, you know, a month or so into the season, we might feel a lot differently about the Jays than we do today. Oh, boy. I'm looking at Serena through the blinds. Hi. Yeah, no, no. The, yeah. We had, okay, the reason I am, Darren, Bill from Brantford has texted in on the text line, 902-518-3033. And he says they were the WHL, WHA Alberta Oilers first and then changed to the Edmonton Oilers. On this day in 1973, Jim Harrison recorded a 10-point game. He was the first pro to do it. Sittler did it three years later. Thank you, Bill and Branford, for that nugget. And the reason we, we weren't talking about that, although I can tell you a story about Jim Harrison. I went to camp with the Estevan Bruins in a spring camp when I was 15. And he said, we got a spot for you. Me and Neil Little were the same age. Look up Neil Little. Ended up playing in the NHL for the Philadelphia Flyers. But Jim goes, I like the camp you had. We're bringing you back. You and Neil will be our goalies going into the next season. Two 16-year-old goalies. Crazy, right? Never before been done. Jim Harrison gets fired that summer. I never hear from the Bruins again. That's a fact, Jack. My parents aren't around to corroborate it, but my brothers can. That's number one. And number two, she was talking about the Oilers and the success they had early on in the NHL. And I said, they weren't an expansion team, Serena. They were a merger. But apparently they're not really a merger. There's a name for it. And I don't know what it is. But thank you. I can't remember what it is today. But thank you, Bill and Branford, for bringing that up. And Brian in Hudson's Bay, the Moose Capital, writes up. He goes, I just lucked up Blair Werner, and you are right. She looks great. I love both those shows as a kid. Great times. A good times was another great show too. But that's another time. That's another story. Uh, 
Brian says, ridiculous prices. Times like this, I love my 60-inch high-definition TV How and my own that? pops in the fridge. Because I don't miss a thing. LOL. Have a great show, guys. Oh, my God. And Brian's, like, reading Serena's wallet. He goes, time to fall off your wallet, Roddy, and buy a brand-new spanking Jeep. I don't want to buy a new Jeep. In Regina, I was driving a 1975 Jeep CJ antique. And you know what? I was proud of that sucker. And I have plans on driving this thing. For, but she said, when it cabbed the other day, she's like, why don't you just buy a new one? I don't want to buy a new one. I quite regularly get told I have the coolest Jeep in South Florida. I'm not joking. You've, oh, hey, we got a photo of it. Clark, did you see? I put it in the WhatsApp group. Can you pull that thing out? Yeah, that was from this morning. That's gold. Oh, look at that thing. Wah, wah. Right? I know. That's right in front of Brooklyn Water Bagel. You've been there. I have. This happens so often, I don't even, I don't even get embarrassed anymore. Just fix the damn thing. Buy a new one. I, I don't even know what I would buy. Do you know what us serious Jeep owners think when we see the new model Jeeps? We're like, it's not a Jeep. I got a friend in my club here, Mitch. He drives one of those Jeep trucks. And he was all excited. He was like, he was like oh, you're a Jeep guy. Let's run outside. I want to show you my new Rubicon. I, we run out there. It's a truck. I'm like, this ain't a Jeep. And Darren was with me when we were driving down Federal, US 1. And I was waving. Tell people the story, Darren. Remember that? I was waving. And they were waving back. You're like, you know all these people? No. Yeah. Tell them why, no. Darren. It's the old Saskatchewan, right? Hand on the wheel like this. The old two-finger wave, you know? <laughs> or the windshield wiper. <laughs> the right? Jeep drivers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was All Jeep mine. drivers. I, and you know what? I got that. What? There's another girl that, I, that uh, one of my friends, she's a Jeep girl, too. And she's constantly posting, um, you know, Jeep people. It's a thing, Rod. I get it. It's a thing. Jeep people stick together they get each other they acknowledge each other it's like mutual respect almost like two cowboys crossing you know on the plains and um oftentimes yeah jeep drivers will will park in the parking lot beside other jeeps and courtesy they'll leave a spot in between the two jeeps um i don't know what it is but i see it <laughs> my god i talked to a long <laughs> Long-time broadcaster this morning, and you know who he is. Uh, he spent a lot of time in the NHL, a lot of time in junior, some time in the minors, too. And uh, to, 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 to just say that we don't specifically miss the travel, that's a fact. I haven't gone anywhere since August 26th. I got here, and I haven't left, and I don't want to leave. But anyways, I've been accused, and I've told you this, of wearing people out. My humor gets old. And I used to flip the milk crate, up, milk crate upside down and sit beside the bussy with the pats. I'd up at the front of the bus. Everybody else is sleeping. And I would get up and start talking to them. Middle of the night. And uh, you know, they would pass, they'd wave at the other driver. And I'd always say, you know him? Every, you did it once. I did it every, to the point where he was ready to open the door and just... <laughs> Kick me out. Yeah. Uh, back on point, uh, B. Henderson in Winnipeg writes in and says, we need a rule change in hockey, Rod. If a goalie's attempting a save, he cannot be penalized. 
Stutz play last night should not have been a penalty. I don't know if you saw the highlights. I watched the game. Yeah, the Stutzla, it was no goal, right? And uh, Juicy Suaros got a penalty for tripping on Stutzla, which was completely, completely incidental. If anything, he dove. Kind of a dumb call. You know my rule. I don't like talking about officiating. It is a tough job. They're not, they're human. I can, I can guarantee you I'm not perfect. So I'm not pointing the finger at any referees. But I didn't like that call on Soros last night for tripping. I don't know if you saw it or not. And if not, it's fine. Yeah, it's tough. You know, goalie's trying to make a save. And, you know, did he go down soft, right? I like just letting them battle, right? And at the end of the day, when it's tough calls like that, did it take away a scoring chance or take away a goal? Or did it create a scoring chance or create a goal? You know, um, and if it didn't, then let them battle. You know, if it wasn't dangerous and it wasn't, you know, yeah. I, it was kind of a borderline thing that I think we're okay if, if they don't call that. I would say this as a member of the goalie union, if you're going to earn a penalty, go out and earn a penalty. You know what I mean? If you're going to take two, make sure you're... Yeah. And now, Soros didn't mean, didn't expect to, but it's no. sort of like it's, again, the Hextall school. Funny it would come up twice today. If you earn it, you know? Yeah, because I don't have a problem with that either. Uh, roughing guys up regarding the ten thousand dollars for the ticket uh, for Carlos in Indianapolis is how many are paying the ten thousand are tourists and how many are fans? Probably both. Um, I Wayne in Victoria, in Victoria. That's a beautiful color rod. Jeeps are cool. That's why I have it. Jay in Winnipeg says get a cyber truck, Roddy. How about that? Uh, I don't even know what that is. Al Roderick says, get a Honda. Okay, he goes, get a Honda Passport. Um, no. How about you do you? I want to throw in the CFL because uh, I said we would. We're big CFL fans around here. As you know, I'm just getting to it. Dave Dickinson. We'll have two newcomers to his Calgary Stampeders coaching staff this season. Dickinson, Calgary's head coach and GM, unveiled his 2024 staff Monday. It includes running backs coach Andre Bolduc and quarterbacks coach Ryan Williams. Bolduc of Alma, Quebec, has previous coaching experience with the Alouettes and Rough Riders and also played six seasons in the CFL. Williams spent the previous six years at the University of Georgia. How about that? Two-time Natty winners in 2021 and 22. You listening down there in Georgia? Nick Lewis, Joanne Simpson, and Des Catelier all return for their second seasons uh, with the club. Meanwhile, uh, Anthony Lanier will be returning for a fourth season with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. The six-foot-six, 285-pound D lineman signed a one-year contract extension Monday. Riders also signed Canadian defensive back Nelson Lacombo the second player taken in the 2021 CFL draft. Uh, he signed a one-year extension. Apparently, I ruffled some feathers with my comments on the quarterback situation there on Sask. We'll have to address that in an hour or two when you come back. Moose, cool? You good with that? You bet. We'll see you then. As you can all see, we got a lot of topics on the table. And when we come back, Stephen Ellis joins us from Daily Faceoff. We're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live.
Are you struggling in life, perhaps feeling hopeless, or even battling an addiction that's taking your life down the drain? It's time you made the decision to stop the struggle and contact Peterson Recovery. Hi, Rod Peterson here, and I've been a licensed recovery coach since 2017, helping athletes, entertainers, and soldiers get their lives back and go on to lead a happy life. Now, I'd like to help you. Mental health is real, and sometimes all it takes is some guidance from someone who's been there. Follow Peterson Recovery on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and DM me, or email petersonrecovery at AOL.com. It's never too late. Sports fans, a reminder, Canada's top men's curling teams are thick into the season and their eyes are firmly set on the 2024 Montana's Briar, presented by AGI, which will be held at Regina's Brand Center and tickets are going fast, but still available and definitely on sale now at curling.ca slash tickets. They range in price from $24 to $70, depending on the draw and seat, but all youth tickets are just $9.99. Coming up next hour, uh, Skyler, Skyler Campbell's, or uh, Skyler Ackerman is going to be joining us. The Saskatchewan rep for the Scotties, which is before the Briar, is part of our Curling Canada partnership. But we're talking hockey now. I got to get this right. So I got everything written down. Seniors moment. Stephen Ellis is next up. Associate editor, prospect analyst at the Daily Faceoff, co-host of the Puck Pooley's podcast, joins us now. Uh, correct? Gentlemen, yeah, there he is. Nice to see you, Stephen, in his gaming chair. I appreciate. What do you like about the gaming chair? You do a lot of gaming, or does it help your back? So I, it's mostly for I like the, the how high it is because I do a lot of online sim racing. So being able to oh, sit yeah. up straight, yeah, it's being able to sit up straight and be able to do that makes it a lot easier. So uh, it's not the most comfortable chair, but I get to sit up straight like I do when I race go kart. So it's nice. I think I got to get one of those. Hey, you're on with us to talk about NHL All-Star festivities. Let me just say this. What's the excitement level? What's the temperature there in Toronto in advance of all the wonderful NHL All-Star festivities this week? Well, it's a good thing that the weather's finally nice because uh, basically for a good month and a half, we just didn't know what the sun was here. But it's been a bit sunnier. It's been a bit nicer. The rain and the snow have kind of stayed away and it should be good weather. I think we're looking at four to five degrees Celsius in some of the days. So that's nice. But, you know, when you look at the if you if you look at the NHL all-star games in the past you look at last year in florida and the weather was so incredible i kind of feel bad for the players and having to go to toronto this year but you know having lived in the city for a long time i think it's really cool that uh, it's it's they're really ramping it up there's a lot of promotion for it there's a lot of excitement some cool guests coming and uh, there's a lot of events going around the city so uh, i'm excited for it what do you know about what's going to go down? I mean, there's the Tim Hortons draft on Thursday night, and I, I saw that NHL.com did a mock draft of the All-Star draft, and it's like, this kind of a waste, but also kind of fun. Um, I think they've changed up the events, and I sure hope they have considerably from what they did on the Friday night here in Sunrise, because I'm sorry, that was a sham. That was a joke. I was there. Um, how, how similar or different will this one be? compared to Sunrise or South Florida because they spread it around the whole area last year. Yeah, so first off, I, I, I wasn't at that one, but the fact that everything was like there was a pre-recorded segments and things were all over the place, I felt like that just made it hard to keep on, or to follow, really. But this time, everything's kind of close. Uh, the entire 
um, skills competition will be inside of Scotiabank Arena, kind of like it should be. And I think the the key thing here this year is that there's a million dollar cash prize for the best performer at the skills competition. There's something on the line for once. And I think in the past, you look at it and I've been tweeting and I, I don't find the All-Star Game event interesting because there's nothing on the line for the players. Now there is. And there should be a big cash prize that's maybe tied to charities for the big game so that they actually have to like try and it looks bad if they don't try. But for the skills competition, I think this is, you know, the, this is the actual best opportunity we've ever seen to, for these guys to actually show what they're capable of. It's it's going back to the basis, basics, like the hardest shot, fastest skater, none of this kind of weird stuff we saw last year. Uh, so if you kind of like the previous versions of it, it will be a lot better. And then obviously the All-Star game itself being the tournament format, I guess it really depends on how you feel about that, but uh, the skills competition should be better than we've seen in recent years. We know it's fun, and we all remember the draft when Phil Kessel went last. And and hey, I went, I clicked on the NHL.com story where they did their fake draft, and they said there is intrigue. Who will be the first player? Who will be the last player? Who will be the first goalie? Will all the Leafs be on the same team? Uh, so I'll put it to you. Who do you think will be the first player off the board of the celebrity draft, the all-star draft on Thursday night? I've given no thought into it, <laughs> to be fully honest. Uh, <laughs> I know. Let's, I, I would be shocked if it's not a Leaf. It, like, it just, you know, if it's, like, if it's William Nylander, it makes sense. You know, look at the way he's putting out points this year. But uh, I think just to get the crowd going, I think it just no matter who it, who's picking first, they got to pick a Leaf just to get that crowd excited. Uh, fair. See, I was thinking, call me crazy, Connor McDavid or Nathan McKinnon, or I guess, uh, so you're saying, well, Austin Matthews, the roof would go over the place, off the place, but would we, Willie, get a bigger crowd, bigger cheer than Austin Matthews? I mean, so what you say, it could, it should be a leaf. That's what you're saying. Now you got me thinking, man. I'm trying to think who who are the captains for this All Star game. Like uh, Austin Matthews is one of the captains, so he can't act. So ah, uh, Matthews that, McDavid. That makes that that answer. That. So I think it will be really okay. Um. Okay. Cool. What else are you looking forward to? What else should our viewers and NHL fans know about this uh, particular weekend in Toronto? Well, it be interesting to see kind of how the PWHL showcases. Obviously, a lot of hype. Um, for that league this year, which is good to see, like sellouts every single game here in Toronto, and they're playing in a game coming up at Scotiabank Arena soon. So it'll be interesting to kind of see how that works out because we almost have seen in the past where those are the only players that really try uh, in this week. Um, personally, I'm looking forward to the media reception because, you know, free food, free drinks, can't complain about that. Um, but uh, I think it'll just be kind of interesting to see how the celebrities are, are utilized in the area. Obviously, Justin Bieber, Huge star, Michael Bublé. You know, it's a great guy. He is. He's a huge hockey fan. Tate McRae, uh, brother, played junior hockey out in Alberta. Will Arnett. We know his history of hockey. So, like, these are, are four celebrities that love the sport. So, it'll be interesting to see kind of how they're utilized because, uh, you know, it's they they need the star power they can get. And with Tate McRae also performing there will be kind of interesting, being a captain and performing. But uh, I I'm not one to care about celebrities, and I can't say I personally care about any of their of, of their music or their their movies or anything like that. But I, I like the fact that they've been able to get kind of the full participation here. Sure, it pulls in people that wouldn't normally be watching the All Star Game. It's really really smart for them to do, but. 
you know, Clark's on top of this. He's named all the captains. I'm, I'm, my mind's on Super Bowl and the, my duties out there. And I, I can't be in charge of everything. That's why I bring you on. You know, or I ask Clark these questions because he's on top of it. Now, Janet, the Four Seasons, writes in. She says, I'm still sad Connor Bedard is not going to be there. The skills competition is my favorite part. Has Connor's name come up? Is that a Paul over this that he's not there? What about that factor? It's a shame that, you know, the game's arguably biggest star that we've seen from the last year won't be at the All-Star game, but obviously at the injury. And also, just to go back to something you said there about having, like, you know, maybe more eyes that are not big hockey fans following this. And I know you're a huge CFL fan. I'm not a fan of football, but watching Green Day play at the halftime show, that's my favorite band, and that was a great show. So uh, I, I, that was really cool, and I actually did watch that game as a result. But um, when, it, when it comes to Bedard, obviously, it's it's a shame that we don't get to see him the first year. Um, I think it's kind of funny, though. The biggest thing that kind of caught me off guard, but obviously no Blackhawks representation, but no representation from the Vegas Golden Knights, the team that just won the Stanley Cup, and one of the favorites to win it again this year. There's not a single player from their team is going to be at the All-Star game. That's crazy to me, but at least from my understanding, Bedard's going to be at the event and he's going to be taking part in some stuff. I don't know if it's media availabilities. I don't know if it's part of the broadcast, but it sounds like he'll still be there. He'll still be a part of it. But watching him play, watching him go head to head in Connor McDavid would have been like the coolest thing. Yeah. Uh, by the way, on the Vegas thing, Jack Eichel was named, but he's hurt, right? Is that not the reason why there's no Golden Knight there? Yeah, but instead of replacing him with another guy in Vegas, like they've had a couple opportunities to do that, they they didn't. So uh, kind they of declined. a weird one there. <laughs> a Kelly McCrimmon thing. Sure. I'm not sure. I get it. Hey, all right, Stephen. Enjoy it for all it is, man. We'll be following your stuff, and I always appreciate you coming on with us. Yeah, thanks so much. Stephen Ellis from the Daily Faceoff joining us. When we come back, sports update and audience takeover with all of these topics. I want to hear your thoughts. And the text line's open 902-518-3033, brought to you by Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beers. We'll return after this brief pause on Game Plus TV, Key Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
Hope you're enjoying today's show as much as we are here at the RP Show, episode number 1,169. Can you believe it? We're in year five. You know, and I got to say something before we get to the sports update. I said audience takeover. Regarding those celebrities for the NHL All-Star festivities, Jay is watching in Winnipeg, and he says, who's Bill Arnett? And Wayne in Victoria, B.C. writes in and says, ha-ha, I think he said, Will Arnett. Look, I don't know who the guy is either, but he's a big enough name to be invited to be a captain for the NHL All-Star game. And the reason why it's a big deal and why it's a big deal to those of us in the entertainment industry is this. I'm thinking about, and I wanted to find a way how I could bring this up today. For the Sober Bowl in Las Vegas, the day of the big game, we're going to be uh, hosting a big party, a sober Super Bowl party uh, in Las Vegas. Hope I don't get sued for saying that. It just slipped out. But Lee Steinberg, we all know him. Earl Campbell, we all know him. Ryan Leaf, we all know him. But my name's on the poster. And there's a lot of people going to be going, who's this Rod Pedersen guy? Just like you just said about Will Arnett. And I'm like, I don't care. you got to start somewhere. <laughs> As Moose DuPont said, this is a major foot in the door, knock it down type thing. And if you, for me, and if you want to know how this all came about. Uh, 2017 and 18, I threw, you can look it up, it's online, sober Super Bowl, sober Bowl parties in... Canada, in Regina, one in the restaurant that I own, one in Tony Roma's the year before that. And this lady, Tracy, who was putting on Sober Bowl at, in Vegas, she Googled it, Sober Bowl, and saw my name on there within Canada. She called me up. Instead of giving me hell, which is what I'm used to, she was like, hey, Rod, great job. You got a lot of great publicity out of that. Do you want to work with us in Vegas? I'm like, when and where do you want me? And here we are. How about That's that? how that all came together. Right. Put yourself out there. Do. Well, I didn't plan it. <laughs> if you go read the article uh, that was at CBC, Carrie, cbc.ca, I wanted to have a Super Bowl party, and I knew I, there was not going to be booze involved. So let's have a party. We'll call it Super Bowl. Bob's your uncle. Uncle, here we are. Uh, Tank and Esteban says, Will Arnett, big hockey guy. He's the voice of Batman. In the Lego movie and in Arrested Development. Look him up. See, the thing is, I just know if the NHL is involved with him, he's big enough. I don't need to look him up. I know who Justin Bieber is, which I meant to say the other day, too. I saw that kid play in the Agrodome when he was 12. And he was playing the drums. And he was playing the saxophone. And he was playing the piano. Not all at one time. That would have been a feat. But still... He actually fell off the stage by accident. I was watching, and I thought, that little sucker is talented as hell. i got to jump into the sports update. What do we got? Only two games in the NHL tonight, including one in St. Louis with the surging Blues. We'll be looking to extend their win streak to six games against the Columbus. Also, the Kraken and Sharks meet in California. The Blue Jays have signed veteran infielder Justin Turner to a one-year deal worth a reported $13 million U.S. today. Sports updates brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company, turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit commoncrown.ca. And for landmark cinemas, in theaters now, Mean Girls. From the comedic mind of Tina Fey comes a new twist on the modern classic. 
Check it out this week. Mean Girls now showing in landmark cinemas. I've barely looked at the text line. We'll get into that next hour. The Moose will rejoin us. And Skyler Ackerman on her way to the Scotties. Youngest ever, I'm told. That'll be a great story when we come back after this brief pause.